0: welcome back Whitey Tidies to the two tight ends podcast uh, I'm your co-host Connor and not with me. Today is neil neil's not with us today unfortunately had a family emergency so um obviously that's way more important than uh just chatting about nonsense with your buddies so uh definitely looking out for the family on that one and uh hope hope for the best for him and everything goes well but i do have quite a few special guests with me this time um because we have a little bit of a special episode that we'll get into but first With me is a man, uh, he is a self-proclaimed Brad Stevens, it's Brent Sullivan. Brent, how's it going, man?
1: Hello, glad to be back on the Two Tight Ends podcast. My Celtics aren't doing so hot, I'm going to blame Danny Ainge, but (laughs) you know I took the night off from coaching to be here to focus on another favorite sport of mine, the NFL, so thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's because Kyrie's not saging the court for you guys anymore, I think that's why you're losing.
1: Yeah, that's true, we traded... Not traded, but swapped Kyrie for Kemba, and it's not working
2: out.
0: <laughs> no, Cardiac Kemba is not the same, but... Not the same. And for the, I'm pretty sure, first time ever, we've got, we've got Ben with us.
3: Ben, what's up, man? Yes, Hello. <laughs> The resident long-suffering Detroit fan uh, where the draft is our Super Bowl. It's
0: the most exciting time of the season where you have hope and then get crushed.
3: Yeah, where we're able to be like, you know what? That that linebacker in the fourth round, he'll be the difference.
0: Well, great to have you. Super excited for this episode. Um, I guess I'll just kind of introduce a little bit and then we'll have our our next guest, but also one of our favorite producers, Darcy Connor, is on the podcast with us live tonight. But that's because we're going to do a little bit of a mock draft here. NFL drafts coming up and we thought it'd be fun to kind of have our own NFL draft and maybe throw out some... Garbage picks, see what sticks. Just kind of have some fun with it, um, and maybe maybe try to do a little bit of a prediction. But uh, I'll let I'll let varsity Connor to kind of take it from here and talk about what we're gonna do.
4: So uh, essentially, what we're what we're trying to do here is we're gonna go through a regular mock draft like you might see on ESPN or NFL Network, except we're gonna put our own wonderful little spin on it, which I'm sure will produce nothing but the finest of content. So <laughs> essentially, what we're gonna do here. Uh, we're each, we've each been assigned uh, teams to draft for. Going to make those picks. I'm going to do my best, Roger Goodell. We're going to have the draft music. If we could get a little demo of that, just so the audience knows what they're in for. Uh,
5: Do-do-do-do, do 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 Pipes.
4: Ooh. So, uh, Connor, if you want to be our de facto commissioner and open it up,
0: yeah totally um so i mean first thing we got to get into is uh we got a little bit of some swapping going on in uh the real nfl not our little fantasy thing going on over here but uh kansas city and baltimore made a pretty pretty big trade today uh where baltimore is sending kansas city their tackle orlando brown a uh 21 second round pick which will be the number 58th pick says here and then a 22 sixth round pick and baltimore is getting a 21 first round pick it'll be the number 31 pick this year um and then a third round pick number 94 fourth round pick number 136 and then a fifth round pick for next year so they got a bunch of kind of sequential picks this year one for next year and kansas city got a really good tackle and some more picks so i mean I think it's a great, we were kind of talking about it, but this looked like a a pretty good exchange all around. I don't know. Let let me get some input input from the boys here.
1: Yeah, I like it. Uh, The Chiefs really need O-line. They lost some, their big key O-linemen this off season. This leaves a hole for the Ravens at O-line, but they got the picks. Now they have two first
3: round picks. So I like it for both sides, kind of address needs. Because The Chiefs are like that one piece away, like clearly, like they already have one Super Bowl. They were there last year, but- now the Ravens also have the ability to get a couple other pieces that they might need, so I think it just works out for both.
4: I was just shocked that that was actually a fair trade. Kansas City doesn't have to give up another first, doesn't have to give up another first rounder, and pretty balanced overall. They get a second rounder back this year too. I mean, that, I think it was great for for the Chiefs. They get their own line. They don't have to give up a lot of draft capital, and the Ra- the Ravens get two first round picks, even if they're at the tail end of uh, the first yeah. round. Yeah
0: yeah no i totally agree it's it's always nice to see kind of like a fair trade go through and someone just get, didn't get like reamed i don't know makes you make you have some uh still some hu- like uh some what, what's the word like hope left of, in humanity in the world of sports but GMs uh gms
1: being nice to each other you don't see it often
0: <laughs> it's so true <laughs> yeah gms are usually like used car salesmen they've always they're always just trying to like one up the other and and blindside the other get the get the upper hand but um, yeah, no, it was it was good to see, but um, I'm just excited to get into to our our draft. Honestly, I mean, I've got the number one pick, so there you go.
5: All right, we ready? Do 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 do. All
0: right, Connor, what do we got? Oh crap, I forgot. I was supposed to be like typing and doing other stuff. I got I got distracted. Typical Goodell. <laughs> Typical Goodell, exactly. Oh, sorry guys, I got distracted by something else. I was in my basement on my lazy boy. Um... <laughs> I, uh, I think we all know where we're going here. I think we're going Trevor Lawrence, number one, going to the
4: Jags. Whoa. I, is, is, there, is there a debate here? <laughs> uh, no. Well, the odds are minus 200,000 or was it 20,000, I think it is. Uh, I it. think uh, it's pretty much set in stone.
0: <laughs> okay. So it's set in stone. But one thing I do want to maybe discuss a little bit is Trevor Lawrence. Do you, th- do you think he's a bust? Do we think he busts in the NFL? No
1: absolutely Um, not
4: what evidence is there that he is going to even be anything less than amazing i mean i don't i don't think you could really find a a wrinkle in his game and grant i know it's college and grant he plays in the acc but still i mean there's doesn't really seem to be many areas concerned with him i mean i don't know why i i saw like recently some people were were pulling the oh what does he love football card and i'm like eh I mean, clearly he's he's won some national championships. He seems to be doing fine for himself. I mean, just because he didn't do the proverbial "oh, I've got a chip on my shoulder," no one has ever believed me. Like, no, he's been he's been good. I I think he I think he's even going to a uh, doormat franchise like Jacksonville. I don't see how they can screw him up beyond repair.
0: Okay, but let me ask you this: What's his rock paper scissors game like?
4: Oh, God, are we getting into this before the Eagles pick?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I,
1: I just was just going to make a joke. We I, think to he's it. A, I think, he's, so a, I think he would, he's a paper guy. I was going to say he's going to go paper. He's I 100% a paper Lawrence guy. I see Trevor Lawrence paper, yeah.
0: Uh, that's awesome. Uh, Yeah, no, I don't uh, think he's going to bust either. I just – I would i – I'm just going to play devil's advocate here a little bit. And now – these two people are not the same at all when it comes to, like, personality and off-field antics. But I think I just want to put out there, no one thought Johnny Manziel was a bust either. All evidence pointed to a uh, superstar uh, in the NFL, and we saw what happened there. Wow.
1: They're very yeah. different. And so partied and was tiny and ran a lot. And Trevor's huge and got the big arm, can take and some addicted, hits. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I, I kind of like this pairing with Urban Meyer. I know Urban's kind of old now and only succeeded in college, but I think he'll have some NFL success, honestly. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: I, no, I, I think I agree with everything you guys are saying. I just, just want to play devil's advocate there a little bit. But, yeah, no, I think definitely Lawrence going number one, 100%. And, uh, yeah, let's go, let's go Jags, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm with it. All right, so we'll go the Jets at two. Do, 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 do. Um, I'm taking this for Neil, and we're going to go with Zach Wilson from BYU. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I, maybe he'll be the next Mahomes. He definitely has the arm strength. He showed that at the pro day. Uh, the Jets seem to be in love with him, and their GM's going to take him to overall. I think he has some bust potential, but I see why they're into him.
0: You're really going to take Zach Wilson over Justin Fields right there?
1: Well, this is what I think will happen. If I was the GM, I would go Fields.
0: Okay. So,
1: I mean, it depends how we're doing this. Uh, I don't think it would be anyone besides Wilson at two. I think he's going to be the second pick on Thursday in real life. So that's what
2: I'll do. Okay. Okay. But
4: guys, he wasn't a captain. Has anyone, no, he has, anyone wasn't... Kev, <laughs> has anyone gotten Kevin Costner to call him to see if any one of his teammates went to his birthday party? I mean, that's a vital part of the
1: draft <laughs> process. True. Uh, I mean, I do kind of worry about the one-year success. They really only played Coastal Carolina. Uh, so that's kind of wor- why I worry about the bust potential. But he got the arm and uh, I guess the personality for New York, and they like him. So we'll see if it works with the new coach. All right, so we'll move now to three with the Niners. Do 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 do. Connor, I think that's you.
0: Yeah, I I honestly I looked ahead and I thought I was like on a break until the Bengals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> moving on. Well, this will be a big. Deb- this will I be know. a big
1: debate topic, I think. I think so too. This uh, is the big pick here.
0: I really. Uh... Uh, the, okay. Here's here's what I'm debating in my mind right now. I's like, do I trust Jimmy G to get the to get the job done anymore? And I like give him some weapons, or do I draft his like backup slash replacement? That's where I'm at.
1: That is the key question. Uh I don't know. What
0: was? Well, hold on. Remind me what his injury was. He had an injury recently. What
1: happened? I him? think last year was an ankle, but he's been hurt an ankle every year. I mean, he tore his ACL like two years ago, three years ago. Yeah
0: that's right because I was like I couldn't remember if it was like a wrist or an ankle you know I I wonder I'm thinking if I'm the 49ers I want a little bit more insurance so I think I'm gonna go Justin Fields here for the Niners
1: nice yeah that's that's what that's what I had now they make this big trade up to three a few weeks ago and everyone that knows anything about football they're all saying it's going to be mac jones and mac jones is this huge favorite to go number three but i don't get it um i kind of think it will be fields maybe even lance but i like fields to sit behind jimmy g for a few games
0: yeah
3: if i remember correctly wasn't it the 49ers that kind of flirted a couple years back uh that they were going to take trubisky and they eventually got the bears to trade up to take trubisky
1: I know they were a pick ahead of the Bears. I don't know if they ever thought about
3: Mitch, but, yeah, they definitely got some value there. Like, I think if I'm the 49ers, like, I think I'm putting out that smokescreen of, like, oh, yeah, we're in love with Mac Jones, so that if anyone is actually in love with Mac Jones, they try to give
4: us everything. But yeah, the, I mean, the 49ers, they, they gave the Dolphins their next three first-round draft picks. Uh, I don't think you trade three first rounders for Mac Jones.
2: Yeah, I don't get it. I don't
4: get <laughs> uh, it. But
1: Schefter and everyone said they love Mac, so I don't know.
4: Well, also last year though, like some of those same sources were saying Miami's gonna take Justin Herbert. They they locked in on Justin Herbert and then they uh yeah. and they end up taking Tua. The only thing that I that, you know, recently that's come out that I I would think maybe uh impacts uh, them taking fields or not is that that epilepsy thing and that you know how 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 scared some of these gms play it uh with with their draft picks that's the only thing i think really other than you know other than maybe you prefer like trey lance or something but i don't i don't see how mac i don't see how mac jones is worth not only three first rounders but is an upgrade over jimmy garoppolo is mac jones going to step in there and be better off than jimmy garoppolo right and playoff games
1: The Niners had the 12th pick before this, right? Before all these big trades?
4: Yeah, they traded up with Miami.
1: Yeah, so I think Mack would have been there at 12 if they really wanted him, or they could have just traded a 10 instead of 3. I think they really want fields here.
4: I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, after seeing what he did to to Clemson in the playoff, I, I think that's I think that's an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo, even if he's not starting right away. Uh, and I mean, that make he he seems like a quarterback that makes sense giving up again multiple first rounds of drafts to go up and grab. All right, so since no one has uh, accepted my uh, my I put up <laughs> feelers here for the fourth overall pick.
1: But yeah, I don't man. want to trade.
4: No one wants
0: Bro, I, to trade. I actually no. tried. I actually tried because I, I thought about trying to move the Panthers up since we all know I'm a Panthers fan. I was like, oh, I can move up four picks. That sounds kind of nice, but the problem is I think anyone that we would want is going to be there anyway. <laughs>
4: so I, I, think it's a, we'll, I think it's a pass. I guess we'll find out because with the fourth pick and the two tight ends official 2021 mock draft, the Atlanta Falcons select Kyle Pitts. From the oh, university of florida nice.
0: yeah i figured that was coming
4: so uh the rationale behind this is i he's a monster think, well, the, other, <laughs> other than the fact that he's calvin johnson playing tight end um, <laughs> the other thing that i that i went into this here was i think the falcons are kind of at a crossroad right now uh they either need to commit to a full teardown and rebuild or they need to give Matt Ryan a one last shot, uh, give him his best chance to go out and win, uh, to try to maybe get them into a wild-card spot and maybe give him, a, again, one last ride uh, through. Again, I thought maybe they would trade down. I thought about trading down, tried to trade down. No one took it. So I think they just take best player available. They take Pitts, another weapon for Matt Ryan, uh, Hulu, him, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. I think if they grab a running back in the second or even the third round, I think their offense becomes dangerous again and not just a garbage time yards machine.
1: I heard all the uh, Matt Ryan like cap hits and the, the contract and they have to keep them. Um, and if you take pits, if Ryan leaves or retires in like three years there's so much quarterback movement now. You can sign a guy in free agency, give him all those weapons, and probably still be fine. I don't think you need to use this pick on Lance or Fields if they're there. So I'm cool with Pitts, and that offense is really nice.
0: Yeah, I could, I could have seen going Pitts or even one of the wide receivers that's projected to possibly go ahead of him, but I, I love the Pitts pick, honestly.
3: I was really hoping that Pitts would fall to Detroit, honestly. Because as you said, he's like Calvin Johnson playing uh, tight end, and the the connection there, uh, like having him and converting him to either a wide receiver or just having him play as a versatile tight end, like just fantastic. Like is a matchup nightmare.
4: And I think I think they go tight end there instead of wide receiver because again, there's only so many spots. I mean, you have Julio is your number one, Ridley's your number two. I don't think a Jamar Chase, a uh, a Waddle here are are your slot guys. I mean, maybe you can make Devonta uh, Smith a uh, a slot receiver, but I, I still think if, if that's the case, you're better off if you're Atlanta going and grabbing a guy who's you know the, the size of an NBA player to you know run over the middle of the field and and catch, and catch balls and draw attention away from Julio and Ridley. Even the, uh, Falcons are never going to throw uh, Julio in the red zone for touchdowns because they just hate fantasy on him.
2: <laughs> yeah I think like
3: depending on the team like yeah like you said I think Atlanta like they're a type of team where they would keep Kyle as a tight end but I think if you were to go to like certain other teams they might try to convert him to what receiver?
1: Yeah I think that's the challenge of how to use him. Uh, I think him with Julio and Calvin could be really fun there and if they do need a third wide receiver, you can get them on day two or day three.
4: All right. If we're all done with Kyle Pitts, uh, the pick for the Cincinnati Bengals is in. do do do
5: will <laughs> never get old.
4: With the fifth pick in the two tight ends 2021 NFL mock draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Penny Sewell, offensive tackle, Oregon.
1: Yeah, I like this a lot. Uh, you protect Joe Burrow, give him a nice tackle hopefully yeah. stays upright doesn't get hurt again uh yeah. they could maybe use another wide out but you can get one later
0: yeah that that was kind of my thoughts behind it because i really dude Devonte smith is just like dangling out there for me right now because I, I i don't know why but i really like him even though like I know he's small or whatever, like all the all the, the knocks against him, but man, he looks good. Or even even Jamar Chase, like both of them are such a good pick here. Uh,
1: I was going to say Chase played with Burrow and they had that huge year. So people are kind of talking about they reunite. Kinda,
0: that's could true, kinda get kinda that cool. connection going. That's that's a really good point. But I think the concern here is what you just brought up is like, he, dude needs a protection. <laughs> like he got knocked yeah. down a lot. He's coming off a major injury. Like, I, I don't know if you all saw the the uh uniform whatever stuff and uh you could see the giant scar on his knee from the the surgeries i mean like it just looks nasty man not fun
1: yeah i like this keep him upright i think sewell's the best tackle and get him at five be there for the Uh, franchise for the future
4: yeah Ah, but you're all forgetting something it's the cincinnati Bengals. they never do what's right them, yeah they, they, go, they have they have to go jamar chase here. they are jamar gonna chase, go wide out
1: right
0: <laughs>
4: Jamar chase sells tickets and yeah that's what I was just about Joe to say need a stand, he just needs to he just needs to huck that ball downfield and hope he doesn't become Archie <laughs> 3 2.0 that's
0: I, I actually what that was what I was just about to bring up too It's like oh but the LSU reunion b- sells tickets and that's all people care about yeah. so yeah it's it's the sad reality we live in, but it, it very well could be the case. So if I'm the Bengals, though, please protect your quarterback. He's really good. <laughs> he really
4: is. Just protect him. Do 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 do. And with the sixth pick, in oh the boy, two tight end, NFL 2021 mock draft. My Miami Dolphins select Jamar Chase, uh, wide receiver, LSU. Uh, <laughs> now, let me tell you, i am really really torn on this pick uh not from a oh other position standpoint because i again dolphins have pick eighteen and we can and if if flores has proven anything in his tenure uh he can make uh make an offense slash a defense run well with uh duct tape band aids and uh super glue uh so i don't i'm not really worried about some of the other positions that you know, maybe maybe some other uh, re- uh, reporters or fans are worried about. My thing was picking what receiver uh, is going to go to the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins were one game away from a playoff berth. And part of the reason they got smacked in that game is their receivers couldn't get any separation. Uh, they were just kind of dominated. I think this pick comes down to ultimately which receiver Tua likes more. I know he has two Alabama teammates there in uh, Devonta Smith and uh, Waddle, uh, but I, I, I don't see how, if Jamar Chase is there, I don't see how you pass him up. Uh, I think he provides the Dolphins with a true number one receiver to move Devontae Parker to play number two, which I think is a better spot for him. So I, I went with the best, in my opinion, the best receiver available to give to a uh, another weapon. I mean,
0: yeah. I don't hate it. I just hate Miami. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have nothing against Miami, but I like I like ripping on it when Connor's around.
1: Yeah, I like that pick. Uh really good wide out. And you guys need a receiver. And with Sewell gone,
3: with Pitts gone, I think Chase is a good pick here. Yeah, because I know like there was the whole discussion about whether or not like, oh, is Tua the right guy? Uh is do we need to like find a quarterback in this draft? Like if you really want to give Tua the weapon to succeed, like Jamar is the, the best case scenario to uh, to prove that he is the guy for Miami.
4: Uh, we don't talk about we don't talk about the uh, the foolish people who are, who are saying Miami needs to take a quarterback at uh, at six. Uh, that <laughs> is ridiculous.
3: Yeah. Yeah, well, you don't want a Kellen Mond. <laughs>
4: Oh no, no! You know, if they drafted, uh, if they draft uh, Trey Jones or Mac or, or no, Trey Lance or Mac Jones, I'm getting them confused. But if they get Mac Jones here, now that's an Alabama quarterback we can get behind.
3: Stupid people. <laughs> Just recreate the Alabama QB room from two years ago.
4: What could go wrong?
3: All righty. So we got
1: next is seven, the Detroit Lions. We're gonna defer to Ben for that. Do do
3: do 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 do. And where are we going here in Detroit? All right, so over the past couple drafts, I think Detroit sports in general have this issue with just being boring. Um, But the Lions, they have a new GM, and they have a new head coach in Motor City, Dan Campbell, who might be insane. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. Jury's
0: still out on that one.
3: I so I think that they're gonna to try to pick something with some pizzazz, like someone that can add something immediately day one. And I think for that, like they want someone with a track record of success. And they're gonna take Devonte Smith. There's some conversation about Jalen Waddle versus Devonte Smith, but I think like I don't know, Devonte Smith has the Heisman. I know there's some knocks about him for his size, but you can't knock his skill and th- i think that's what they're going to be looking for at this position
0: i like it i mean let's be real Devonte smith is fast and can catch balls so what does jared goff need now being at the helm of a new team after a trade like this he needs a guy that's fast <laughs> and can catch balls so i like it i think Devonte smith's a great fit there and hopefully detroit actually does it <laughs>
1: For your saying <laughs>
3: right yeah hopefully uh no they'll probably try to find a linebacker like that should be in the fourth round or something but uh <laughs> like if you look at like the la rams offense when they were really top tier when they were in the super bowl like they were highly predicated on fast slot receivers stuff like that like it's something that jared goff is comfortable with and i think Devonte smith Fits into that perfectly.
1: All right. So after seven, we got eighth pick is the Carolina Panthers. We'll defer to J.V. Connor here, his favorite team.
5: Do 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 do. Well, I
0: wanted I wanted Commissioner Varsity to announce it. So
4: get here. So with the eighth pick in the two tight ends 2021 NFL Mock Draft, the Carolina Panthers select. Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State.
0: All right, so let's get into it. I know this is also somewhat of a controversial pick, um, especially being a Panthers fan. I, I, I was really debating in my head. One, actually, there was there was three things I could have gone here. I thought about going and grabbing that like third top wide receiver, Jalen Waddell, and adding some more weapons to the receiving core because can't go wrong there it would have been nice to have that um i also thought about taking uh micah parsons the linebacker because i don't know i just i just feel like that's where the carolina defense is lacking the most like we we went out we got like the lineman we got the edge rush we got the cornerbacks and the safeties and all that like, we we in the in the last draft got a ton of defensive pieces that have been working out very very well but linebacker, I feel like, is a little sparse right now, especially when you have Thomas Davis Sr. They didn't re-sign him. Luke Keekley retired. Like, like, our linebacker core, like, just even a few years ago, was so solid. Um, but I'm just going to say it. Teddy Bridgewater is not the guy. And I think the Panthers are realizing that. So I'm grabbing Trey Lance. He looks amazing. I've seen some of his pro day workouts or whatever just on on Instagram and stuff. He looks great. Come to Carolina. Let's bring him in.
4: I like your take there. I mean, originally I was, when I was looking through some of these mock drafts, I didn't think Carolina would take a quarterback there because I think it might be, they might uh, try to oversell themselves on, on Sam Darnold, uh, one right. of my least favorite quarterbacks. Um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of, I, I got up, uh, you know, kind of looking at, you know, the guys available on the board. Uh, I don't know if, if, if uh, Micah Parsons is maybe the guy for Carolina uh, I think Carolina is in a position where they could either trade up or trade down. But I mean, if Trey Lance is there and, you know, even if you just want to add another quarterback for the sake of competition and maybe not play him right away, I think it's, I think it's a good move to you know actually bring in uh, someone who you're somewhat invested in, as opposed to, you know, picking up another team's uh, scraps.
0: Yeah. I And I think, I, I think the idea of the Sand Arnold is to bring in, another guy with potential but like you said let's bring in our own kind of like guy we've invested in and then on top of that i feel like sam it's kind of like okay let's give him a shot at the reins and see how he does but we can also kind of give trey that shot and then it's it's basically a quarterback race between those two because i think they're just kind of like all, all all out on on teddy i think teddy's just kind of like out
4: so yeah, i think teddy teddy's gonna end up getting traded or Released or you know something along those lines. Yeah,
0: unfortunate for him, but it is what it is.
3: At this point, uh, Teddy is a great backup quarterback, but he just keeps getting thrust into starting QB jobs.
1: Yeah, he's kind of it's like true. the worst, the worst starter, but the best backup. It's like it's just a bad place to be in.
0: It's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, I mean, hey, maybe they just maybe they do just keep him on the payroll, keep him as a backup. I I wouldn't be mad about that.
4: Without further ado, we go to the number nine pick.
5: Do, 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 do.
4: And with the ninth pick, the Denver Broncos select Rashawn Slater, tackle, Northwestern. Now I am interested in All right. this. So I expected him to drop a little further.
1: So J.V. Connor stole my whole thunder here because I did not expect him to take a quarterback. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you because I think they made the trade for Sam that knowing that he's going to be the guy they're going to give him a year or two and then if he stinks which he might then they'll draft someone I don't think they make a trade give up a second um, to take another quarterback in the top 10 so I had Lance to Denver because I don't think Locke is the answer but because you took Lance I go Slater uh, because they don't need wideout. You could say they maybe need a corner edge rusher is not that great in this draft, so I'm going to go Slater here to protect uh, Drew Locke, and they give him another year, year and a <laughs> half to see if he can be the guy.
0: Now here's here. <laughs> That's my only rationale why I took Slater here,
1: because I was expecting uh... the Lance. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. I'm, I'm actually thinking they maybe they don't take Slater to not protect Drew Locke. It's like, oh, no, Drew Locke got her. I guess we have to find a new quarterback. Yeah,
1: and then they pick first overall next year and get whoever. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I really I really don't know what Carolina's going to do. Um, so Carolina really could either add to their receiving core and, and take Jalen Waddell, or they could try to add with Michael Parsons to their linebacker or I don't know. They, I mean, there's so many other things they could do than take you a quarterback know. since they just made that Sam Darnold move. So you're right. I mean, but I, I mean, I, I, I I like, not
1: I like Lance. He's a very intriguing prospect. I love him there in Carolina. I just think they make the Darnold trade to make him the starter for at least one year. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I could see Denver go Sertan as a corner. I think they need some corner help. Their defense is at what isn't what it was a few years ago. So Slater, Sertan, maybe even Parsons for them. Either one of those. Yeah, Um, I kind of
4: figured the Broncos would go. Would go uh, defense. Defense. I mean, tackle is one of their needs. I mean, uh, Garrett Bowles is seemingly more and more injury prone. I don't think. Yeah, that's the only guy I can
1: really name on their line. (laughs) So I
4: think. I don't, think, I, I, I don't think there's there's much for them to go off of there. I think Slater's a good – I think Slater's – there are some people who argue that Slater's the best tackle in the draft in, like, NFL circles. I don't know if I'd go that far, but he's really, really talented. I mean, I think there's a lot of teams that can benefit from him getting there. Um, I'm just not sure if Denver would go him in the trenches. But, I mean, the rationale you gave makes sense. You protect Drew Locke, especially if you're the management there, and you're not completely sold on if he is going to be – if he's going to be the guy or not, and maybe you want to give him a little bit more. Yeah,
1: if, if Fields and Lance are gone, I don't think they would go Mac because Mac and Locke are pretty similar. Just statue white guys. I mean, I know that's what Elway <laughs> LA likes. That's what Elway likes. Uh, oh, what's his height? What's his height? I mean, Mac is a little taller. A little taller than Locke, I think. I, I don't know, but yeah, I see them going a line Maybe defense, but Slater
3: here for me. I feel like Locke went from being like, oh, this kid's good. He's the future of uh, the Broncos to, ah, man, we need to replace him like yeah. really fast. I've, I don't think I've seen that in a while. Uh, so I, I really do like the idea of giving him another shot.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have a ton of receivers. I really like their receivers. So maybe just say, here's your own lineman, hope for the best, and then you get rid of them next year. That's what we got for Denver. We got uh, Varsity here at number 10 with the America's team, the Cowboys.
4: And with the 10th pick in the two tight ends, 2021 NFL mock draft, the Dallas Cowboys select Patrick Sertain, the second. Uh, I think this is the, this is the uh, one of the two dream scenarios for Dallas. I think they're in a can't lose situation. I think they either go and get Rashawn, uh, Rashawn Slater if he falls to them, Uh, As a replacement for Ty, a future replacement for uh, Tyrone Smith, I think, because he's, you know, he's starting to get more injury prone. That Dallas O line, which was once considered the best in football, starting to get up there in in both injuries and in age a little bit. Um, But I I think a corner, if if they can get a a really top flight corner, it'd be great for them. I mean, last year, Dallas was a pathetic defense. They were. by ranked by Pro Football Reference, uh, 28th in uh, defense and 23 in yards allowed. And uh, part of that, I think, stems from their cornerback position being not so great and trying to figure out how to replace uh, Byron was Byron Jones or Byron Maxwell who was there. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. Byron I'm
1: blanking, but, Jones was there because then he went to Byron you guys.
4: Jones. Yeah, Byron Jones. Okay. I, by, so, they might have had Maxwell
1: to, for a year after Seattle to, and Philly. I don't know.
4: But, yeah, but replacing Byron Jones, I think, is, it, was a, it was an issue for them. Uh, and I think if they can get a top flight corner here, uh, they'd be really, it'd be a start to rebuilding that decimated defense.
1: Yeah, I, I had Sertan here. Um, their offense is going to be fine with Dak back. They really do need to address defense. I don't think they'll go Parsons because they have enough linebackers. So it's really corner, either Sertan or J.C. Horn. But if Sertan's there, they'll go Sertan.
4: So now we move on to pick number 11 in the,
2: the G-men.
4: in the two tight ends 2021 NFL mock draft, the New York Giants select Jalen Waddell, wide receiver, Alabama. All
0: right. Get ready for, for this logic, boys. Um, I just think that because he's still up for grabs, that they're going to go for him honestly I just feel like with a like a top wide receiver like him they're just not gonna pass on him even though they that's not really their their most glaring needs I mean the the, the Giants need a lot of things but uh <laughs> I just think because he's just like out there dangling that they're just gonna they're gonna make a, a play for him if he's still there
3: you give uh you give uh Daniel Jones Kenny Galladay and Jalen Waddle that's like it, it's more than he's had like it's a decent offense at best if daniel jones is what they hope he is and if he's not then they can start looking for other qbs in future drafts this is the best way to really test uh daniel jones
4: and you know i don't think the the whole best player available approach there for the giants especially is too far off base um i, I mean receiver even with dolladay i mean it it's been kind of pathetic in recent years. um. So I don't hate them getting uh, uh, uh Jalen Waddle there. I still think they have a lot of um problems, though, that need to be addressed outside of receiver, which they kind of, you know, touched on. They kind of started that process up with, with Galladay in the uh, earlier part of the office. Like, I still think they need oh, offensive line help. I think their defense is, again, this seems to be a problem with most... Uh, NFC East team safe for the uh, Washington football team I I think the defense is just a really weak point for them Uh, Uh so I would have if I were in their position I would have gone on the defensive side maybe a Parsons you know maybe a uh, going for an edge rusher but I mean hard to argue with you best player available on the board
0: but also you're not the GM here varsity (laughs) I am I'm the captain here
4: <laughs> and, I bet you, and I bet you, I bet you, gentleman yells that at his coaches every single time, especially after they took jumps.
3: <laughs> and also, it's it's New York, it's New York City. They're going
4: to go for that flash.
3: Oh, they're yeah. not going to go for fundamentals. They're going to go for flash and
4: flare.
2: Hell yeah!
4: So, with the twelfth pick in the two tight ends NFL twenty twenty one mock draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select. J.C. Horn, cornerback out of South Carolina. Justification for this, uh, the Eagles look like a mess. Uh, (laughs) I don't understand how uh, Howie Howie Roseman uh, has dodged all the bullets here. Uh, I think it's been his pitiful draft record that has sent them down the uh, dark path they're on, where I'm not sure if they're going to get above six wins. Um, but I think ultimately this draft, uh, regardless of if uh, you know your GM is incompetent and the coach seems more concerned with rock paper scissors than talent evaluation. <laughs>
1: um, yeah did did JC beat him in rock paper scissors? I'd, That's my question.
4: I don't know. Maybe maybe a seven game series there where got <laughs> yeah. seven. Uh, but I think the Eagles are another team. Very similar situation as the Falcons. They need to figure out what direction they're going in. Like I've, you know, heard over the last couple of days that, oh, well, well we want to throw some competition for Jalen Hurts. Who, who on that roster is competing with Jalen Hurts? I think if a quarterback falls to them, not named Mac Jones, they take one, uh, just because I don't think they know what they're doing. I don't think they have a a clear direction in mind. Uh, I could also see them taking a, uh, a Jalen Waddle if he if he falls to them, just to give. Hurt some weapons if maybe you do actually trust him, uh, but they have a lot of needs, uh, just you know, offense and defense. I think their receiving core needs work. I think their defense needs work. I think their offensive line keeps getting older and older, and there haven't been really good substantial replacements that make it hard for any quarterback to thrive there. Um, so i kind of went with i kind of went with uh horn because he was the best corner left i think again in the in the nfc east i think uh defense is lacking among those teams minus the washington football team i think they get a cornerback to at least somewhat protect themselves against some of the other
2: teams
1: yeah i i like horn here uh Connor took the last receiver, so you kind of have to go corner here. And Howie loves his Jays. He loves J- uh, Jalen Rager, Jalen Mills, Jalen Hurts. So JC <laughs> kind of fits that. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I, I went to school in Philly, and I have friends that are big Eagles fans. They're like, yeah, we just keep drafting Jalen's every year. So Howie loves his Jalen's. Um, so yeah, so I like I, horn. I'm- they need they need corner. They need receiver. So take the corner. I like I'm,
0: curi- I'm curious, though, because you said the best corner left, but Caleb Farley's still on the
1: board. Farley's there, go. yeah. And I mean, still- it's either him or Horn is the second yeah. best. It's tough. But the J, you have to take the J.
0: So You have to
4: take the J, so it works. Uh, go ahead. Here's the weird thing. So I have gone through so many mock drafts and, you know, player rankings and stuff like that over the last month, and I would say a fair majority of them have have Mr. Uh, Farley, the number one cornerback of the class. Um, but you know, when you go and you look at these mock drafts and stuff, you, I always see him falling like 20. So I don't know what the disconnect is there. I don't know if teams are afraid because he, 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 you know, he sat out the season because of the Kobe precautions, didn't want to jeopardize his career. Yeah. Um, I just don't. I don't know. I think, and I think the Eagles are definitely a team right now that will buy into that. Oh, we don't know. We got to go with you know the next best thing. Which again, not to knock uh, uh, J. C. Horn. Uh, I think he's a good he's a good defensive back. Uh, I just when I see so many, there's a lot of experts that are saying like Farley is is the best defensive back in this draft. And all of a sudden, you know, you see him going in the 20s and 30s. You kind of wonder, okay, well, what's what what's the disconnect there? Yeah, like,
1: I either what, see that take where he. Is- yeah, I see that take where he is the best, or I see him as the third best corner. There's like no in between. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, but we got the Chargers next here at 13, and you guys have just been stealing my thunder. This is like when you're in the fantasy draft, and the guy before <laughs> you always takes your picks. Because I had horn to the Chargers and need a corner. So instead, I have to go Micah Parsons, and the Chargers get a linebacker. Uh, they don't really need D-line help. They have Ingram and Bosa, so we'll go linebacker here with Parsons to L.A.
4: I don't hate it, but <laughs> I think the Chargers are in a similar situation to the Bengals in that their young quarterback needs protection. And I think when you have, uh, when you have offensive tackles there, like uh, a Darisaw from Virginia Tech, um, yeah,
1: Darisaw is massive.
4: He's a big boy, and <laughs> if you need if you need protection on the line, I mean, he's just right there. I I think I think he I think if, if there were any other drafts, he'd be considered a, a top, like in the top ten for a, an offensive tackle. But again, he's going up against Slater, who's just who's really good, versatile, and right. who's been who's been touted as the best tackle for the last last two years. But I think I think Darisaw. To the Chargers for me makes more sense because I think they 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 go and they protect Herbert. Parsons is a uh, is a is a good player. So
1: yeah, the top corners are gone. Edge rusher isn't great and they don't need it. So yeah, Arasaw or Parsons really. So we got fourteen. The next pick is the Minnesota Vikings and we got JV for that pick.
5: Do 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 do. That's right. Um.
0: So I went with uh. I hope I'm saying this right. Quitty Quitty Pay.
1: Yeah, Pay from... Pay,
0: Big Blue, man, from Michigan. Big Blue. He, uh, I mean, he's a monster. So why wouldn't I take him?
2: <laughs> there you go. And,
0: and uh, according to Varsity Connor, that's one of the biggest needs for the Vikings right now is edge. So I thought, why not? If he's still on the board... I think I gotta. I think I gotta take him for for old Skull. But uh, here's the thing: yeah, I, like I don't it. know the Vikings that well and their depth, so I'm <laughs> just going with That's it. That's
1: fair. No, I like I like pass rusher here. It pays good. Uh, I think it fits.
4: I, I mean, the Vikings now for a while, I think, uh, have have tried to find a true edge rusher uh, to really replace when they had uh, a a Jared a Jared Allen, uh, and they they've had moderate success there pay hey, is he's a he's a good he's a good solid good solid edge edge guy um and again i think the vikings are in a position where they're not uh fully set into a a, a rebuild so maybe doing something to try to just complement those like last few openings on your team uh to kind of fill in the blanks would be would be smart there i mean if you look at i mean i'm looking at his uh his career stats at michigan uh he, last year he had two sacks 2019 he had a strong year six and a half sacks um you know he he, he's you know decent decent pass rusher uh but again from a from the vikings perspective uh i think it's just about finding like maybe the one or two pieces you have that you think are really your weak points and if it doesn't if it doesn't work this year for the vikings you've got to blow that up there's just yeah they, they can't keep treading water I don't
1: know. I think Cousins deal gotta be up soon. I mean they they have is, Cook yeah. they have Cook and Jefferson if they want to bring in a young QB. The Vikings defense used to be really good and last year was just awful. So any way to address yeah, that, they were, like, I'm they were all the for number
0: one it. defense like two years ago.
1: Yeah, they were pretty elite. That. And last year they gave up like 40 a game. Yeah. So I mean I'm cool with Ed rusher here. And like like uh, varsity said, just address any need you can with whoever's on the board. Um, So that's Minnesota at 14. We'll go to New England at 15. This is a big point of intrigue for me, probably for a lot of people, and we'll go to Ben for this pick.
3: Okay, uh, so I always feel like the Patriots draft usually starts in like the fourth round. Yeah. Uh, But um, we'll see see what I do here. Um, Personally, I think... Like, they're going to be looking at, uh, so their most success comes from a immobile quarterback. Uh, so I think they might try to replicate that. So I think they're going to go with Matt Jones. Ooh, I like it. He's not dazzling athletically, but he's got a little bit of an arm. And I think he's a project that someone like Bill Belichick will see and think that he can turn into something great and you know him and Saban are best friends so they're definitely talking back up oh 100 <laughs>
4: well that's what I was thinking too I mean I mean he's 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 really good friends with Saban I mean there's a connection there I mean you don't really see Belichick really go after or get the opportunity to get the the, the the quote unquote the top Alabama guys mm-hmm. but I think I think Mac Jones isn't a bad pick for what I mean. We're, we're like it or not. I think we're reaching towards the tail end of, of Bill's career. If he can develop Mac Jones even into a, a, a moderately successful playoff quarterback, I think he. I think that puts him in a good spot, especially with the way uh, a lot of Belichick teams are built. You have a really good defense and the quarterback. You know, the quarterback was has been Tom Brady, but I mean, most of his teams have been built on ah yeah. You got a really good defense. The quarterback just needs to kind of control the game a little bit. Yeah, uh, I don't. I mean, I don't hate. I don't hate the pick at all. I, and and also, I think everyone is is really sleeping on how badly the Patriots need to uh, get a quarterback so they can uh, at least start looking towards the future. Because Cam Newton, again, he got COVID. He looked like two, a different player after, before and after getting COVID. Uh, even without the COVID,
1: without the COVID, he just has no
3: arm strength anymore.
1: Yeah, he's just not the same guy he
0: was.
4: It's not five the years same.
3: Ago. It's really tough because I I love I love Cam Newton like like I just I loved him back when he was in his prime, but he is he's not the same guy anymore. He's they just a running back. He's not He's a future. running back, yeah. At quarterback.
0: Yeah, well, and as much as as much as he wants to make this huge comeback story, I just don't think it's going to play out in his mind like like he thinks it's going to. Right. That's That's the that's kind of the sad part, but. I, I, I like the pick here too, because wait, it's confirmed that Cam got re-signed for like a one-year deal though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's still there. He's
2: still there. That's what I
0: thought. So yeah, bring him back for a year, bring in a young guy that can back him up and, and learn from a veteran quarterback and kind of, you know, all that. I also, I like Ben, I I like your, uh, your synopsis here, if you will. So I like, I like your theory that Bill Belichick will, will see this as kind of like a, a challenge and, and also an opportunity to, to mold. This dude into like the next Brady, I guess. Even though he won't, he Bill probably won't be around long enough to to see him become that good or anything. But
3: yeah, I think after Brady left, it was sort of a heat check for both of them. Like Brady got a title in Tampa Bay. Now Bill Belichick is going to be sitting there like, oh, now okay, who can I turn into a serviceable player at the NFL? Look through the rolodex of relatively unathletic players, Mac Jones. (laughs)
2: yeah, there you go.
1: yeah I, I like this if, if they could get Mac at 15 that's great I think I personally think Mac's going top 10 to somebody and I really think the Patriots are going to make a trade to either get in the top 10 or like Ben said just get out of here and move back to the fourth round where they belong um, so I don't personally see them staying
3: at 15 but I think they might end up with Mac one way or another like, if they stay here, I think they try to take Mac or they try to turn this first-round pick into 15
4: fourth-round picks.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking. I just don't think Mac will last this long. Another team will jump them, but we'll see what happens. I would. It would be cool to see Mac go to New England. Uh, so that's the 15th pick with New England. We go to 16 with my favorite team, the Arizona Cardinals. And we are going to take Caleb Farley, the cornerback from Virginia Tech. Uh, With Horn and Sertan off the board, we need to address corner, and we'll go Farley, the third-ranked corner, to address that need. I don't think we'll go running back. Uh, We signed James Conner. I don't think we'll take Najee Harris. Uh, O-line's been actually okay, but Patrick Peterson... The longtime pro bowler is now gone. He's in Minnesota, so we need to address cornerback, and we're going to go with Farley
4: here. I love that pick for you guys. I think that is a phenomenal pick. If Again, I, I am of the belief that Farley is one of the best corners in this draft, and if Arizona can get him at 16, uh, I think that's a good start to rebuilding your defense. I'm not fully committed to uh, Mr., uh, Clinsbury as the uh, long-term answer at coach, but yeah, I think me neither. <laughs> regardless of if he succeeds or not, I think that's a good. I think that's a good uh a piece for that defense, especially since you know a couple of years ago that de- that defense that secondary in particular was uh was maybe not maybe not widely recognized as one of the best, but uh, it was really it was good, really solid.
1: Yeah, and I mean they they signed J.J. Watts, so D line's okay, linebackers decent. They got Isaiah Simmons from last year. He should make an improvement. Buda Baker's at safety, so it's really just corner. And if uh, Farley's here, they they need to get him.
0: Pretty much got everyone else, so... I mean, offense is okay. (laughs) We got
1: Hopkins signed Connor, so... I just, yeah. I just
0: feel like Arizona is becoming this random magnet. I guess it is because it's, it's all of a sudden it's they, like, oh, yeah, Hopkins. Signed, you got Kyler Murray. They, they signed a-
1: they signed AJ Green too. It's like yeah, these young, yeah, these young guys with a lot of potential, and then these like old veterans over the hill that used to be like phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I just yeah, so for whatever we'll see how reason it works. Arizona's just drawing everyone. So why not? Why not get a cor- well, a, a, a really good cornerback here too?
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make it it's work. a fun team. I, like, I, I love the idea of everyone just flocking out there, yeah, hanging out in Arizona State, partying, and then playing football <laughs> on Sundays.
0: I know. I think, I think I might be a low-key Cardinals fan this next year. Oh, I like I'll it. always for Panthers number one, but I may, I may have to back up the Cardinals this next year. Yes, sir. Oh, you want
4: your random Cardinals stat of the day that I got on NFL Reddit? Uh, oh, please. of course. The Arizona Cardinals are the only – Active NFL team that are undefeated at home in the playoffs since nineteen 19- wow. yeah, seventy. Common era, the only active there you NFL go. team. They are five and zero at home in the playoffs. And as long play as we play the pa-
1: as long as we play exactly as long as we play the Packers, guaranteed dub. We own Aaron Rodgers.
2: <laughs> and
1: Rodgers we, are mental even, real we, estate. We even beat went to. Green Bay and beat Aaron Rodgers in the regular season with Josh Rosen that was one of the wins with Josh Rosen and that was the game that got McCarthy fired so we own Green Bay (laughs) there you go
4: Uh, we now interrupt that uh, Arizona Cardinals hype train to bring you the 17th pick in the two tight ends NFL 2021 mock draft and with that 17th pick the Las Vegas not Oakland almost said it Select Christian Dariusov, who I am actually kind of shocked has fallen this far in this draft. Uh, But hey, good thing comes comes to those who wait. So, uh, JV, take it from here.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So I actually decided to, while while uh, other picks were being made, I actually decided to be a good GM and like go into like the depth chart, see what we need. And I mean, guys, Las Vegas has a thousand tight ends for some reason, but when we're looking at tackles we're 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 uh we're we're just kind of picking at scraps there so tackle is definitely one of the biggest needs varsity identified that um when he kind of put this whole thing together and then after going and looking at the depth chart yeah and then i mean from watching him slash having you guys kind of talk him up Darisaw i think is the best pick here he's a monster and he's going to protect Derek Carr, even though I don't know if Derek Carr will be in, <laughs> in, yeah. in Las Vegas for much longer, but there's no quarterbacks that I would, uh, I, there's, there's no quarterbacks that I would, I would want to take at this point either. There's really no one on the board uh, in the top 50 anymore. So uh, yeah, I just, I think, well, I guess there is, there is Kyle Trask, but I, I just, I think they would rather go for saw here and, and just kind of invest in uh, protecting their future quarterback because Derek Carr is just the most average quarterback you can get at this point.
4: I, I'm, I'm also not convinced of the Derek Carr-John uh, Gruden marriage. It has seemed to be on the rocks since he got there. I yeah. just think the only thing keeping him there is the fact that Gruden has time and time again not been able to go and get a QB. <laughs> uh, or a decent QB to replace him, and so much so that he signed the Peter Man to be the backup. Uh,
0: and Mariota. Uh, Marcus Mariota's there.
4: Oh, uh, well, he, he exists, I suppose, but... <laughs> I mean, that's but pretty like, much how
0: the Raiders QB situation is. It exists. <laughs> it
4: exists, no. I mean, the, the, he, uh, Mariota exists more so than the Peter Man, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think that there is going to come a time where he, where Gruden is either going to trade off or just they're finally going to collapse enough for him to actually get a real quarterback. But I think is a good spot for the whole, I'm going to keep procrastinating get a, getting a quarterback until I absolutely have to. So why not make it a little bit easier for my maybe mediocre, maybe slightly above average uh, QB?
3: If Nathan Peterman's on your roster, you should get an extra draft pick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the compliment,
3: the
1: comp pick in the fourth round or whatever. The Peterman rule. There you go. <laughs> the rule. So that, rule. that is the Raiders at 17. will move to Miami again here at 18 for Varsity's pick with their second
5: first round pick. <laughs> do, 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 do.
4: Now, uh, and this is the pick the Dolphins actually earned by you know falling one uh, spot short of the final playoff spot, winning ten games then not making a playoffs. That was wonderful feeling, let me tell you. And as much as I cannot stand Nick Saban for everything he has done to my, the teams I root for, uh, I am going to go with another Saban product, and the Dolphins are going to go ahead and get Najee Harris. Um, Their rushing situation last year was not terrible. I think, again, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Brian Flores did a a great job of putting together a uh, Band-Aids, duct tape, and super glue offense and defense, and I think that was especially the case at running back. We had Gaskin in there for a bit. We had uh, uh, Salvin Ahmed. We had Burita go in. We had uh, Howard come in and do absolutely nothing.
1: (laughs) Uh, so <laughs> Five carries, four yards, and a touchdown.
4: And a touchdown. <laughs> he was basically just a glorified overpaid fullback. Um yeah. so I think Harris is I think Harris, a lot of people are saying, oh, this is this baby derrick Henry, and maybe that's just the Bama comparison. But I think he's a more versatile running back. I I don't think this diminishes uh Miles Gaskin, who they already have. I think Miles Gaskin's a better receiving back, uh maybe a change up guy who bring him for passing downs. Uh, But I think Harris can be your uh, kind of grit and grind uh, running back to set the tone for a team. And I mean, I think that's where some of the success of Bama comes from is that uh, in in Saban's system there in recent years, the quarterback doesn't have to do much so much so that when the quarterback actually does something, it's amazing. Um, So hopefully he can bring that to Miami, really set the tone, make life for Tua easier by uh, establishing a, a good strong run game.
1: Yeah, I think if you don't get Waddle at six, you get Najee here and that's a former two a teammate. Um, so yeah, I like going running back here. If you keep Ahmed on the roster, I'm happy. I hope you do that. Um, but yeah, I like Najee here.
4: I think he sur- I think he survives. I mean, just because uh it one, running back is an injury prone position. Um uh, yeah. two, because I think he last year even when baskin was playing i think he proved himself to be a versatile enough uh running back to where he can be a change of pace guy um that i think it's gonna be it be good to keep him around
1: yeah i like that um so yeah that's 18 with the dolphins we go to 19 with the washington football team i'm going to pick for neil here and Uh, I love that this player is still here. I'm going to go with Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, the linebacker from Notre Dame. I don't know if he lasts till 19 in the actual real draft, but uh, the football team, they need to address linebacker. Everyone knows their great D line, so they don't need that. You could argue they need a secondary piece, but with Koromoa here from Notre Dame, I think they take him at linebacker um, and fit him right into that defense.
0: I like that pick. Yeah, I was de- I was debating between him or um, Kadarius Tony that's still sitting there. Just because I feel like Washington yeah. still needs to add some more pieces to their receiving core. But I think between the two, I, I think I agree with you that Osu is gonna go is gonna
1: go. Yeah, if he's that. still there at 19, they should take him. I mean, they do need a receiver. So Tony Tony's tiny. Um, I mean, that's he could true. fit. Um, they I think they. I don't know if they trade up to get a future quarterback or if they just say, screw it, we'll go Fitzmagic and draft someone next year. i uh, uh, pretty sure I...
0: Taylor Heineke is the future quarterback. Yeah, so.
1: that's that's fair, Mr. <laughs> Heineken. So I don't know if they stay at 19, but if Coromoa drops to 19, they should go with him there.
2: Good.
4: I I, I I thought, I, I mean, I don't know about maybe a linebacker. Maybe they put him like an edge. But I think the one thing missing from the Washington, the Washington Burgundy Tides uh, defense, <laughs> since they keep drafting Bama players, uh, obviously I think it's be tougher for them to get it this year. But I think their secondary is the missing piece. If they can get that secondary uh, solidified, I think so they will have one of the best e- uh, defenses in the league. I think. I think. You go I. I think I would have maybe have even gone Newsom. I think Newsom's a decent corner, uh, but I don't know. I think I think corner is just a little bit more important uh, for them in my in my opinion. I yeah, think another... I just think,
1: I think after Farley, there's a gap in corners. Is there another yeah. one worth the first rounder?
2: I don't know. I think
4: I think Newsom's a first round guy. I mean, I think they're at 19, so I mean that's obviously like your fringe of like, ah, oh, is this middle of the draft? Is this late draft? Yeah. I think the other one. That again, this might be a little bit of a pull up of a reach. I think Tevin Jenkins at tackle would not be a bad piece for them either, because again, uh, if you know you play the year with Fitzmagic and you wait till next year to get your quarterback, I think there's a chance Washington trades up for this. Uh, obviously, we didn't do that in our picks, but uh, in real life, I think there's a chance they move up with this pick. But I think if you don't take a quarterback, I think getting a, a Tevin Jenkins type tackle. Um, to really kind of build the offensive line before you get the uh, quarterback of the future, um, I think that uh, it would be helpful. Again, it's a little bit of a, of a pull up a bit. I think most mock drafts have him going in the mid twenties, but if it comes down to you know anchoring that uh, anchoring that line, especially kind of re- filling in, replacing uh, what that side that uh, Trent Williams held down for so long, I think it might be worth it
1: yeah I mean I could see O-line there as well just depends on who's on the board I guess but yeah it's been rumored that Scherf's gonna leave forever they just keep tagging him Moses kind of breaks down they always seem to have injuries on the O-line so I I like it I get it Um, we can move now to 20 to Da Bears and (laughs) this franchise is just brutal um, probably <laughs> just the most vanilla franchise right now, their GM and staff have shown no interest in taking risks. So they go out in the off season and get Andy Dalton and they're here at 20 and we have all the good quarterbacks gone and I don't really see them trading up. That's not kind of what Matt, uh, what Matt Nagy does and Ryan Pace. That's not what they do. So I guess because they believe in Dalton, we got to go O line, and I'm going to go Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. Uh, it's just there's no quarterbacks, and their defense it's is okay. He's there. Their weapons are okay, <laughs> and it's because he's there, and because their O line's always been kind of trash. So there you go. That's my reasoning for the Bears, who stay at what they'll be now seven and ten. Get an extra loss, maybe six and eleven with the seventeenth game and be in this spot forever.
2: But
4: one of those wins will be a a game at home against the Lions. They have no business winning, and the NFL might have had a rule for that uh, victory to take place. It'll be like
1: 35-mile-an-hour wins and 20 degrees somehow in late September, and they'll get a win.
3: It'll just be a glorious way to ruin my week before it even starts. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah, that's all I got really for the Bears. They need quarterback,
1: but won't be able to get one.
5: Do 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 do. So
0: the Colts at number <laughs> where
5: are
0: we at now? Twenty one. I'm picking for Neil. Um, I don't think Neil even knows what the Colts need, but I do. Uh they need some more weapons to score because they just—I I don't know—they they they were such an underrated team. Um. This last season, they were they just I feel like they flew under the radar. And you know, as I'm saying, they need oh, man, I don't know, it's late, and I, I really don't know what they need here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, here's what I guess this is what I'm debating between. I'm debating between going for uh, is it Rousseau out of Miami? Yeah, Rousseau, yeah, no,
1: he's he's still there. He's okay,
0: still that's what there. I thought. He's still there. Okay, so I, I could get okay, behind so. that. Okay, either Russo or Tony, only because I just feel like they need way more in their receiving core. Like T. Y. Hilton had such a bland year, even though yeah. they were a good team and they had a great made the playoffs, like all of that. They need more help in their receiving core. So,
1: and you know, Pittman's not getting the ball because he won't give up the jersey number. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> they need
1: another receiver. You know what? You sold
0: me. It's Tony. There, there you Tony go. is going
2: to going to oh, Indy.
0: Tony yeah. over.
4: Tony over Bateman. All right. I'm, hey, I'm not my team.
1: Over who? Just, uh, he said Batemans, team. another he's another top receiver. Oh, yeah, opinion. yeah, yeah.
4: Or even like even like I I think I even like Rondell more over Tony, but hey, that's my opinion. Uh Yeah,
0: yeah. it is your opinion. You could keep it yourself.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Darius, Tony all the way to Indy, baby.
4: <laughs> As we say when we're playing 2K, hey, not my team.
1: Not my team. <laughs> when I when I play Connor in FIFA and I get like, three red cards with the other team. You know, it's not my team. I'm just playing to play.
3: <laughs> the Colts always strike me as a team that is, like, one piece away from being the best. Always. It doesn't matter what the piece is. It's just constant. Uh, and I think, like, honestly, giving their, uh, is Philip Rivers still there? No, they got Wentz. No, now. you're
4: tired. No, uh, it's Carson Wentz.
3: Oh, that's right. Yeah, Carson R2. Wentz. Oh, Yes. Okay, so if you want to give your uh, potentially busted QB your best, his best chance, you give him a good receiving core, and I think Kadarius Toney helps bolster that.
1: Yeah, I like it. All right, so we'll go with the 22nd pick, the Tennessee Titans, another AFC South team right after the Colts. And to be honest with you, I'm kind of concerned about the Titans. Uh, they lost A.J. Brown and... Or no, they still have A.J. Brown. They lost Corey Davis and Janu yep. Smith and free agency and they didn't yep. do anything to address it. So if you Knighted think Derek, if you think Derrick Henry had a lot of carries before, this is their whole offense. Um, <laughs> they, are, they are kind of still in a weak division. We don't know what the Colts will get out of Wentz. So they, they could still get in the playoffs, but you look at this offense. It's not great. It really is just Henry and Brown. So they have to go with an offensive weapon here. I will go Bateman now that Tony is gone. I debated Freyermuth, the tight end from Penn State. He's probably the top tight end prospect after Pitts. Uh, But I am going to go with Bateman here. They address the need at wideout. But really, any wideout, I'm cool with at this spot.
2: They
4: They are an interesting case study of, oh yes, Ryan Tannehill typically does well when he is surrounded with stellar weapons. What if we took his weapons away
2: and
1: didn't replace and them. Didn't do anything. <laughs> I, I think they need to have a they need to have a really big weekend because they just signed Josh Reynolds and that's really it. I looked at the step chart and they just have no weapons. We'll move now from the Titans to the Jets. This is the Jets' pick for uh, Jamal Adams. They pick here at twenty-three.
5: Do 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 do.
4: I think they are obviously in the uh, the second stage of any team who has ever experienced. Adam Gates as their head coach. Uh, they are now in the ah uh, picking up all the pieces because he jettisoned all the talent. So with that being said, <laughs> with that being said. Uh, there's 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 just a lot here. Um, they uh they have Mackay Becton, very uh, very good tackle last year. Uh, they added Corey Davis. You know, there's some receiving threats there. Um, I think this is either a a pick to bolster us uh, the secondary. Uh, because all of a sudden that, I mean, the AFC is full of really good quarterbacks. Um, their own division they have to face Josh Allen, Tua and whatever the Patriots throw at them and the Patriots still find a way to beat them. Um, so I think I'm kind of torn between getting a tackle here or going and getting a cornerback. And I'm thinking I'm going to lean, yeah. I don't know what I want to hear you guys' thoughts here. I, I would like to, I would like to hear some head points on the, on the Jets before I make my final. So
1: I don't really know who they have at corner. So I would lean secondary. I know Trayvon Moirig is pretty good, so to mm-hmm. see him here at 23, I'd probably take him.
4: I think you know. I I think I'm going to stick in the secondary. I think though. I think I'm going to go with Greg Newsom out of Northwestern. Okay. I, I think he's 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 one of those cornerbacks that's like the next tier down. Um, I don't. Th- I think he's still first round talent. Again, maybe a late first round talent, but no one has ever accused the Jets of being uh, particularly skillful at the NFL draft. So. I, I'm just gonna go with Newsom. I think it's a it's a good it, it fills a need. Uh, you know, maybe not the best pick. Uh, maybe not the best pick uh, for an immediate impact. Maybe uh maybe kind of grows into the role. Uh, but I think they go defense to kind of uh, try to counter some of those uh, those newer high powered quarterbacks uh, that are coming into the conference.
1: Yeah, I like it. Uh, any way to help Zach Wilson on either side of the ball. I'm cool with. So that's 23 with the jets. We'll go 24 with the Steelers. And this is going to be a fun pick. We're going to make a splash here and we're going to take Travis Etienne from Clemson, the running back. They, (laughs) they uh, (laughs) choose to not resign uh, James Connor. He goes to my Cardinals and they could not run the ball at all last year. I don't blame it all on Connor. I hate Randy Feekner, their offensive coordinator. They made big Ben throw the ball 50 times and just throw it about two yards per attempt. So I think there were some games they didn't even try to run the ball, uh, but Etn is a beast from Clemson. A lot of people know him. He'll be a popular name, and I think he fits well here with the Steelers. they still got Snell on the roster, so they could even split carries if they want to, but that's my big pick here with Pittsburgh. They have some other needs, but knowing Pittsburgh, they'll probably go with a skill position player. What do you think about that?
0: Uh, I actually like it a lot for the Steelers because I agree that they, they definitely have a real need in the run game. And maybe it's it's more of a need in the coaching staff. But that being said, th- we don't control that. So we just control right. the
1: players. There you go.
4: I think they, they – I'm going to butcher this last name from Georgia, the edge rusher. Uh,
1: uh, Ojulari.
4: Ol- Ol- uh... Ojulari. Ol- I think they they lose Bud Dupree, which uh, you know, one out of every five Steelers fans was assuring me that Bud Dupree was the reason why their team blew the undefeated <laughs> streak, uh, why they couldn't beat the Browns. Uh it was because Bud Dupree got hurt and Bud Dupree was a life force, and then all of a sudden free agency Bud Dupree is no longer there. Um, I think they kind of go back to more of their defensive roots. I think they go I think they go edge rusher here, I, or even maybe even an offensive offensive lineman. There's a lot of reports are linking uh uh their uh, tackle, tackled Villanova to the yeah. Ravens now. They
1: they do um, need some O line. There it used to be really good, and it's I mean Pouncey retired, so they need help.
4: Yeah, and especially in a, especially in a, the division they play in, where you're going to have to play uh, Miles Garrett right uh, twice a year. You're going to have to play the Ravens uh, defensive line, which is a solid one. Um, again, in the AFC, you've got some decent some decent pass rushers there too. Uh, I. think I, I would think maybe offensive lineman or a, uh, or a, uh, the, an edge rusher. But that being said, uh, the Steelers have been kind of treading between like not really contending, but still making the playoffs consistently, still looking like they're a good team, just not translating that posting success. So maybe getting an Etienne to help an aging Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Helps them in the long run. I just,
1: I just know they always, in these high rounds, take players they might not need and they take the fun players. Like they are, they're always going to take a wide out in the second round, whether they need them or not. So that's my rationale with ETN. Um, but yeah, that's Pittsburgh at 24. We'll go Jacksonville at 25. I think this is Jv Connor's pick. They got Lawrence first overall and get another first here at 25. This is for Jalen Ramsey actually. So 25th here, the Jags.
5: Do 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 do
4: do. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. What the the question is? What does not Jacksonville?
1: Yeah, that I mean, is I could... the
0: glaring question.
1: I'd probably prefer <laughs> O line, just yeah. personally I don't know, Jalen Mayfield. I don't know, know. Edge Rusher there. Edge rusher be, is Ed. is Russo still on the board?
0: He's, He's not, but I thought about I actually did think about Ojolari. Davion here. Dixon
1: Nixon. Um, I don't
4: know. no, Russo Russo's still there from
0: Miami. He's
1: still there?
4: Yeah, but there's, I thought there's some what,
1: didn't didn't I take him for team?
4: No, you took, you talked yourself out of that, and you got. Uh, oh yeah, that's t- right. Oh, yeah, you got
0: Tony. That's right, Tony all the way, baby. Tony the to <laughs> Indian. Talk to,
4: you talked yourself out of that, and you. That's you right. Gave, you gave up. You gave uh, Carson Wentz a pipsqueak to throw to. Yeah.
0: Hey. He's got hands though. He'll be all right. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I just what I don't even Jackson? know what Jacksonville needs because here's the thing: is like you put uh, I don't know Martin Connor. You you kind of gave some insight here. Saying that they need a, um, oh, where did it go? Here it is. They need tight end. Those are gone. They need a running back. But you're forgetting that uh, James Robinson kind of carried he had the a run huge game. year.
2: Yeah, he had a
0: huge year, and I think he's poised for another one. Um, they do kind of need some. Uh, they need. They just need help on defense a lot, and they kind of need. I feel like they do need a little bit more in the receiving core. Um, Chark is okay. The rest of them are garbage. <laughs> so, um, it's
4: more of what don't they need as opposed yeah. to what do they need? It's really, yeah,
0: dangerous. so it's so true. They have a million wide receivers that can't do anything, so they really need to draft another one, of course. Um, I mean, there's really not any to pick from on the board anymore, except for maybe Elijah Moore still on there. Um, but dude, uh, heck it, dude, we're going Russo through nice. soda jacksonville
4: I don't hate that pick I don't hate that pick I think he's I think he's one of the better uh, edge rushers in the draft but again you know but again you know kind of sliding I think this is a more offensive heavy draft than I think we've seen in years past with a few yeah. exceptions but um well leading into that you stole my pick for the Browns so good I will, good uh, I will go ahead and with uh the twenty sixth pick, I believe Cleveland will select old Jalari. I mean he's he's fallen this far. I mean There you go. I mean getting a guy I mean geez I think he falls to them. Well <laughs> the other thing too is uh he could also they could also go uh Christian Barrymore here. They do need a defensive uh tackle but I think if old Jalari here falls I, I don't I, I can't see you pat them passing. A, uh, a talented guy to play opposite of uh their stud uh miles garrett so i'm gonna go ahead and select him for the browns i think that's a a, a good a good selection from again give give uh the monster on one side uh, a little bit uh a little bit of relief there because you know, double teams on that side maybe open there you
1: so. yeah i like that uh, we'll go now to 27, another AFC North team, the Ravens. We opened talking about how they traded Orlando Brown, so I'm going to go O-line here with Jalen Mayfield from Michigan. Uh, to 27 to the Raiders. Just get that replacement O-lineman. Fit him in there to protect Lamar. I like it. We, wow. we cool with that? And
0: yeah. over Kevin
4: mean... Jenkins. Oh, man. My dolphins are gonna love the second round
0: then. There you
2: go.
4: (laughs) I mean,
0: here's the thing though: the uh, Ravens still have a ton to work with, though, with those draft picks that they picked up. So yeah, yeah, I I don't hate that. I mean, pick them up, and then in the you still got the third and the fourth round pick from Kansas City. So like, you got you got a lot to work with. I think they're fine, and they can, like you said, dude, they can just replace Orlando Brown with that pick.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going off this Matt Miller list. I don't know my O linemen besides Sewell and Slater, so I don't know. He had him ranked fourth. We'll go to Baltimore there. I there do go. love Leatherwood, though, from Bama. That guy is a monster, but I don't know if he's a first-round talent. Uh, so we'll go with uh, Mayfield to the Ravens. We'll go now to the Saints at 28. It's the next pick on the clock.
0: Okay, so actually I do know the Saints a little bit just because I have really enjoyed what like i've always really enjoyed watching them even though they're an nsc south rival for me but i don't know i feel like i feel like their problem is always in their defense at, at least as of late like it's it's always kind of like the glaring issue and it's usually in the secondary so is mobrick still on the board or he get taken yes no he's there i think you're gonna go Mo-Rick here for the saints all
1: right i, I like that I don't know if he falls this far so that's a solid selection if he does.
0: yeah, He probably doesn't, but yeah, if he's still on the board for us then yes. But we're to the Saints man cuz yeah, I just always feel like the Saints have issues with their deep. I mean they have and they have they've had some great people on defense like they still have Cam Jordan and um oh, who's the linebacker? I can't even his name right now cuz it's it's too late and I'm really tired. But um I know that they have they have some good talent on defense but for whatever reason that's always like their weakness is defense. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I say bolster up, Moe Uh
1: We got Ben here, 29 with the Packers,
3: your division rival. What do you got? All right, so the last draft, uh, the Packers drafted Jordan Love because they expected Aaron Rodgers' way out, and then he turned around and had a fantastic season. So I think they're going to try to right the wrongs this draft and give him a weapon. throw to and i think like they might even reach a little bit just to show that they're they're dedicated to getting him something to work with and i really wanted our like a rondale or like a uh toonie but i think given what's left i think they go with a um i'll say a rondale more finally give him another receiver yeah he's done so much with so little yeah I can see the Packers wanting to give him someone electric to work with to see what they can do.
1: Yeah, I mean uh Valdez Scantling gives you some, but they're just very inconsistent aside from Devontae Adams. Lazard's not that great either. So if you get a first yeah, round. Lazard had pick like wide two up. good games and everyone started like hopping on the hype train for Lazard, yeah, it didn't work and out S- very well. Him and Scantling just so
3: inconsistent. Yeah. So I'm cool with uh cool with more there. Yeah. I can uh, see them trying to trade up to maybe get a Rashad Bateman or a Tooney. But assuming they stay at 29, I think that Rondale Moore is the most exciting option at that spot. All right. Yeah. yeah I'm cool. And I'm cool I, with that.
0: I really don't hate that pick either, just because I feel like they have such a solid core with Rodgers, Jones, and Adams. But yeah, you just add like another piece and they have an elite offense again.
1: Uh, Now, there was a rumored Jordan Love trade. Do you think that happens?
3: I'm not sure. Like, I, as much as Aaron Rodgers is just fantastic and transcendental, he is getting up there. So I'm not sure that you get rid of the security option yet, but if there's a tempting enough offer that can help you win now, which is what I think the Packers are skewing towards, I think you take it. Yeah,
1: I'm just saying this, I've, there's been some rumors on social media where there's leaked pictures of a proposed trade to the Patriots for love. So I don't know if that really happens, how real that is, but that's the only reason
3: I really mention it. Love going to the Patriots would also be a, an interesting fit, because then that could fit sort of the Mac Jones- Project QB role that I think Bill Belichick kind of yeah, just
1: a big guy to learn behind Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah, it could be interesting. Uh, so that's the Packers at 29. We'll go to the Bills at 30. I think um, this is JV. Yeah,
0: it was Neil's pick. I'm gonna take it for him. I think we can all agree that the Bills are not really hurting in the offense side of the ball, but they no. do need a little bit more help on the defensive side. So I'm going to go with uh, Christian Barrymore here. He's still sitting on the board. I think they need to take him.
1: Yeah, I like uh, any D-line help for the Bills. It's not one of their strongest points. Ed Oliver's kind of been a bust. Um, We'll go now to 31. This was the Chiefs, now the Ravens after the Brown trade. So I got my O-linemen. We got to give Lamar some weapons because – Hollywood Brown ain't cutting it and that's really all they got (laughs) so we got a ton of receivers here this may be a reach um, but I'm gonna go with Terrace Marshall Jr. from LSU here um, to pair with Lamar and give him another weapon here at the end of the first round maybe they'll go receiver at 27 then take their tackle at 31 I don't know but they need some kind of offensive help for Lamar so that leaves us with the final pick, the Mister Irrelevant of the first round, if you will, to the Tampa Bay Bucks. I'll do the music one more time. Do 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 do. What are we taking here, JV?
0: I don't know, man. I'm I'm looking through. Yeah, the, the
1: Bucks. Like the Bucks don't need
0: anything.
2: They're loaded. The they're thing, loaded. They what,
0: don't. What, they what, don't what need they? anything. They they were able to re-sign their entire Super Bowl starting line, which apparently is like the first time ever. So. I don't know, give Tom Brady someone else in Elijah Moore, maybe,
1: or but you know they, you know if, if they somehow need receiver, they'll convince Edelman to come out of retirement, just the way it works. So true. So true. <laughs> they'll just I find mean, some go, veteran.
4: Do you but, go get the tight end from Penn State here because Tom Brady loves throwing to Oh
1: my gosh, fans, another tight end.
4: Tight ends on that roster.
1: Oh Who my knows? goodness. You know what? You convinced me.
0: Send them send oh, to Tampa no. Bay, Varsity. Oh, send them no. to Tampa Bay. Oh,
4: no. Does that make, like, 50 of them?
1: So they'll have Breit, they'll have O.J. Howard back, they'll have Gronk, and they'll have Frerebooth. Yeah.
3: This is almost, gonna, we're, we're getting to the Bears level. I'm going to oh, play, God. like, not even Devil's Advocate, like, Cthulhu's Advocate. Cthulhu. Uh, <laughs> we, like, what if they draft, like, Cowan Mond or Kyle Trask? To okay, learn under Tom Brady for a year or yeah, two. Yeah, I, or three, I wouldn't be against, I mean, against it. Ages.
1: I would not be against
0: it. I mean, yeah, it's not it's actually probably not a bad idea for them to like plan for their future because who knows. I mean, Brady's gonna play till he's fifty, so whatever. But I mean I I, I don't hate trying to yeah, plan for kind of like the backup future there, but uh I mean, if they're really lucky, they'll draft a tight end, and then that tight end will go and uh, murder somebody and then go to jail. So oh, who knows? Oh man.
4: <laughs> Why? <did> you... <laughs> oh,
0: come on. I'm sorry. It's not too soon. Come on. It's, uh, it's, it's
4: not too soon. <laughs> it's been a couple it, of it, years.: It's not you can soon. say that. It's not too soon, but it feels too soon because that documentary came out like in the Okay, in, like, true. OK, true. The, in the early stage <laughs> of the pandemic. I but think what that are talking
3: was before, the, Like that was before the pandemic. I remember being in a bar and being like, you got to see this Aaron Hernandez pandemic. To just some <laughs> random person. And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> they're like, who's Aaron Hernandez? <laughs> well,
0: I mean, with the Bucks, the rich just get richer.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, that'll round out our first round. We got a lot of intrigue here. I'm very interested in the top five, the top ten. And it should be really fun on Thursday. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I am too. I uh I always love draft days, honestly. I mean, it's just I, I it's fun to see all this new young talent living their dreams. The dreams that we didn't get to live. <laughs> yeah. We stopped playing we stopped playing sports <laughs> in high school because we weren't good enough to go to college, you know. But uh There's
3: something about the pure pageantry of it all that I just love.
0: It's true. It's true. Like I I mean Essentially, you're watching like a business meeting, but because it's like, it's, it's dolled up like it is and you have the beautiful music brought to us by Brad Stevens today. There you go. I mean, <laughs> we it, it's it, it really is just so fun to watch and see these young kids who you think, wow, I'm like almost 10 years older than you. And you look like you're 10 years older than me because you're ginormous.
1: Yeah. And even but. though we know we know Trevor Lawrence is going first, they'll still put 20 minutes on the clock and let you just <laughs> soak and it all eat in. It up. The yep. NFL yep. product.
0: Goodell they'll is eat it up.
1: Now Goodell is vaxxed up. They said he can hug the uh, the draftees. <laughs> that was the news I today. Saw so. I saw
0: that. and they chose they chose the picture of the like offensive lineman practically kissing him yes, to, to announce did that. Yes, I see that. Big Cat
3: <laughs> tweeted that. Yeah i want them to put the, uh, the the lazy boy on the stage oh so, my gosh like, please that he has to jar get of off the lazy boy and hug every every draftee
0: i, w- I wish that they would re- actually recreate his basement on stage yes
1: that'd be amazing
0: <laughs> that would be fantastic but hey boys i just want to say big thank you for coming on the show tonight thank yeah. you for uh for being a part of this i thought this was really fun i thought it was just something a little different something out of out of our normal a little bit and a big thank you to varsity connor for really kind of setting this all up planning it all out he was really the driving force behind this so thank you so much thank you you
1: gave me a lot of research here a lot of notes yeah same
0: i (laughs) didn't i I probably wouldn't have known anyone out of the top five if he hadn't put some stuff in here so yeah i was like oh trevor lawrence number one and uh Kyle Pitts. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So big thank you to Varsity Connor. We we always appreciate the work that he's uh, he's putting into this, but especially for for this night to happen because it was it was a lot of work. But uh, anyway, we will. Uh, I think that's gonna do it for us. Obviously, we we finished the first round. So everyone, be sure to go follow us at the two tight end social media. That's uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, we're we're gonna start trying to post on the YouTube channel more. But everything is at two. That's the number two tight ends. And uh yeah, we will uh we'll see y'all guys next week.